What up? Welcome to episode 75 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike sitting here with my boys ready to talk some wrestling. Well, folks, our prayers have been answered. Brandy is definitely off of TV with AEW, but it was a two-for-one deal. We had no idea that this was happening. I think it just took place um, a day after we dropped our last episode. Um Cody is leaving AEW, something that I thought would never, ever happen. But we'll get the guy's input on that, too. Plus, there's one man the wrestling world is talking about, and his name is Jay White. We just saw him wrestle on AEW Rampage. That was a great, great match. He took on Trent Beretta. Plus, Revolution is filling out to be a great, great card. We're going to breeze over some matches that are already slated and... Get a little early uh, predictions going on, but we're going to save the firm picks for next week for our world-famous prediction show. And also, the Texas Rattlesnake might be making an appearance down in WrestleMania in the home state of Texas. But we'll see if we get to that. we got a lot of shit to run down, but before we get to all that good stuff, let's get acclimated with the fellas real quick. Over in Glendale, somebody who keeps it regal, my guy, Steve Groschmidt. What up, Grabby? Well, I met this lady and I told her quite a story, said I'd love her forevermore. But the problem is I tell the same old story to every girl that walks through the door. This is the slickster talking at you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Damn, dog. Wow. It took it took probably until the third line or until you said this is the slickster till I even knew what I didn't know what it was. was. Yeah. <laughs> Deep I cut right was, there. Deep cut. Yeah, I I thought it was Jeff Jarrett. I thought it was Jimmy Hart. I thought it was Honky Tonk. There was many. Yeah, that I, I, thought I thought it was, was Honky Tonk, yeah. Before he dropped the slicks there. But damn, dog, you really killed it on that delivery. And that's a big beer you're drinking tonight, Steve. Was that full? Well, it's a big glass, but it was just a regular beer in there. <laughs> All right. Got it. Very good, sir. Well, you always started off hot. I want to talk to my guy down in Bayview, Mr. Matt Michelson, who keeps it freshly squeezed. What up, Matt? I am a real American. <laughs> Seriously, episode 75. I don't think any of us have quoted Hulk Hogan to this point. No, I don't think so. That's crazy. Well, there's some Hulk Hogan quotes we don't want to do. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put them over that much. I mean, it's true what they say. Don't meet your idols or learn too much about them. But, you know, I like it. It kind of goes to with uh the american nightmare too it could be um i'm surprised cody hasn't ripped it off yet it's not too late yep yeah well we're gonna get there and let's stay down in bayview the man the myth the legend oh my god it's charlie michael i don't really got one this week rvd i don't i couldn't come up with one for this week so it's just me it's just me you don't need one ddp you know all right Good enough. Good enough. Come with anything original and don't have force it. Yeah. The yeah. best part of Charlie's intros is that he doesn't even try, and he comes up with two and just throws them in the middle of a sentence. Yeah, and he's the most popular guy in the podcast by far. 
Analytics don't lie, baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he moves the needle. I'll go with yeah. I'm a needle mover. <laughs> T-shirts in the mail. Well, someone that's not going to move the needle for AEW <laughs> is going to be Cody Rhodes. And we already saw that Brandy did not move the needle with AEW uh, after her disastrous uh, feud with Adam Lambert. I didn't think it was going to be her last ever. We we wanted to see her off of TV. Um, if you go back and listen to our episode, I think it was 73 or two weeks ago, something like that. We, pr- we trashed it pretty hard. But literally, not more than a few days later... Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes says we're gonna get the step in from AEW. I mean, honestly, when I read that, I was kind of like, "Wow!" I didn't really know what to think. Charlie is the one that broke it, actually. I think it was like 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, something like that. Yeah, we were firing off texts left and right that day. I mean, this news is kind of old by now, but we haven't covered it yet on uh, Keep the Kayfabe here. But um, again, I, this is something that I never really thought would happen. Being uh, Cody Rhodes was one of the guys that helped, you know, conceive AEW, and you know he's kind of gotten pretty big for his britches, and that's kind of <laughs> what it sounds like that he's not going back to re-sign with AEW. There's even talks that he might be going to WWE. There's speculation. Nothing's really firm. There's a lot of rumors, but we'll get into all that. But um. I mean, I'm happy that Brandy's gone for sure. But do you think Brandy, like, how big of an impact do you think Brandy was for Cody's reason for leaving? Hmm. Does, does anybody have any? I don't. I don't think. I don't think much. I think this whole deal was, from what I heard, is that he wanted more power in his booking, and he wanted. Um, I think uh, he wanted to be on the same pay level as like Punk and Bryant. Mm-hmm. Which is, but I know he, I know he wanted to be a booker too. He wanted to have say in booking, and that wasn't going to happen a while ago. Tony Khan took over everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wonder if it's just sort of like a you know straw that broke the camel's back. Like maybe they would have left anyway because of the money. But I think trying yet again to give precious airtime to uh, Brandy and have it just like tank the ratings, like it couldn't have helped when Tony Khan's sitting there thinking, are these guys worth this kind of money? Yep. I'm just going to cut bait. I mean, I got to think, yeah, my, yeah. I think Charlie's right. It probably, the money was the be all end all, but I'm sure, well, I'm sure thinking about how bad she was, that made his decision even easier. And also the guy already very, very early on in the company's uh, conception. Once again, he said he's never going to wrestle for the title ever. So he's never, going to be the world champion so why pay him all that money if he's never going to hold the responsibility of carrying the aew belt too so he kind of pigeonholed himself kind of keeps him at the mid card himself in the foot yeah Mm -hmm. yeah great point i I don't really know where cody would have gone i guess now that we're talking about it staying in aew it one of those things where aew historically has never had an authority figure on screen and, I mean, everybody knows Tony Khan runs the show. So, you know, had Cody chosen to stay or gotten some additional powers from his negotiations with Tony Khan, maybe he would have played the general manager role of AEW Dynamite. But we've seen that done on WWE television for almost two decades now. And it's just, it's never really added all that much to the show. So it's even a, that idea, a, I don't know that it would have helped. A, 
that's an outdated trope. That's an outdated thing now, you know, it's right. It's you know, the it, you don't need an authority figure. Oh, you don't need a what's his name? Uh what was the guy in the WWE for a while? Uh Jack Tunney. You don't need a Jack Tunney. It's that's an old played out thing, you know. It does it doesn't work it doesn't work when it's when kayfabe's gone, you know, it's yeah. It's just stupid, you know, WWE is holding on, it's still doing it actually kinda, but it's Yes, it's right. old and useless. Tired. You guys bring yeah. up a really good point then, because like I was kind of thinking about this all week as we were texting about it, and I was under the impression that Cody left solely because of the money. Because if you think about it, AEW is uh, like he has so much emotional investment in the product, being he's one of the founders of the company. It, it was, I think, that's what made it so mind blowing to everybody that he left. But you know, thinking about it, it's like, well, he must have left for like a stupid amount of money, but. You know, to your point, if he's not getting additional powers, if he's not booking his own matches, and if he's limited to the mid card because of a stipulation that he wants to uphold, really limits his options. So I hope that, you know, when he does show up on, a, on WWE television, that, you know, hopefully he's not punished or booked like he was in the mid card. Don't, don't get me wrong. We're going to laugh a lot. Oh. We're going to have some great banter on this podcast if and when that does happen. But if oh, he's back in his position as a main eventer, man, that'd be just almost surreal to see. A main, a main mm-hmm. eventer where? In WWE. He never was. He, yeah, was, he, he was never mid-card. was a main eventer. Yeah, he no, was, I mean, was a I, tag team. Yeah, yeah. no, I yeah, realize he, that. I'm saying if he goes back as a main eventer. Be like, back from where he was. Yeah, I get Yeah, Right. No, that right. would be, um, yeah, boy. He's, yeah, I, he's, I he's, he's never going to main event mania. He's not going to beat Roman. He's not going to beat Brock. I'd be surprised if he beat Rollins. You know, he's not... He'll get a nice check, man, but he's not going to be top of their top of their program. He's not going to have 10 or 15 minutes to go out there and cut those promos he wants to cut. It's He's going into... If he goes, he goes into a different world. My, me and my buddy Scott were talking today. He was probably saying that he he goes. I bet he doesn't go to WWE. I bet he does like the indie thing for a while. But I don't um, know. The but only it's thing hard to turn that money down. Yeah. The but, only thing that I could see as a height of his run there, if he goes, yeah, I don't know that we've confirmed, is okay. The WWE title is off the mark because Roman's on it. You know, Lesnar's wrestling. Yep. That other title which they put on Big E, they put on Lashley, maybe for a time because that's the secondary world title. But even that would be like a big. You, you know what I mean? Gonna, like I, really I think, think they, I I wouldn't put money on it, but I'm saying they have two world titles and one's a lot less than the other to throw him a bone as part of his negotiations. The second one is at least in the realm of possibility. The first one never, but even that I think would be just like a token thing, like, like sadly biggies run. So I, he's going to be in some, you know, prominent feuds, like, yeah, maybe like a Rollins or something. And then he'll settle into like the mid card. The best he'll get is an IC run. Or like the U.S. championship, U.S. heavyweight. That's it. He's not going to go any higher. I can see him being a U.S. champion with that neck tattoo for sure. Oh, yeah. Matches the belt. 
to to kind of illustrate the point of why that wouldn't mean like that's such a step down for him. Oh, totally. Who are the who are the uh, uh, U.S. and Intercontinental champions right now? Well, go, go. I, I know I, I know Shinsuke. Nakamura. I know oh, he's he still? Yeah, yeah, but he hasn't he hasn't defended it like in months. Yeah, that's like the running joke that he has that belt. And who's the U.S. champ? Uh, Damian Priest is right. Oh, now. Damian Priest, you're right. Well, those matches won't be bad. I mean, mid card no. guys, those are gonna, those are like the matches you actually tune in the WWE for guys like us to actually see. Like, I would actually like to see a Cody Cesaro match or a or a, a Shinsuke match too. The but thing, no, your guys are right. You're he's the, never the... Be, just because where he came from too. He will never yes. go to the AEW, and he will be treated as a whipping boy and an example. Oh yeah. By Vince. And like he will never. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Brandy didn't go to NXT if they gave her some money and like. She, hey, you know what, Brandy? It sounds like they're not even interested they're, in her. They're not, they have no interest in her. No. I, I'm kind of being wishful because of what a, what a shit show NXT is. If they put Brandy on it. What's sad is AEW or NXT's women's division is the is a shell of what it used to be, and she'd still be at the bottom of it. Oh, oh I know. I'm not saying yeah. I'm going to watch it. No, I agree. It. I know what you're saying. saying. Yeah, totally. It would be um, funny that's where she wound up. But that's the thing. I think, you know, um, we talked about this last week, but um, if Cody, you know, lots of talking heads are going, oh, this is huge. This is, you know, like I heard Bully Ray say, like, you know, both sides, this is a war and this is the first fracture in the AEW. Okay. In the end, like six months from now, let's just say we, we don't even know where he's going, but let's just say he goes to WWE. Six months from now, the trajectories of both companies are going to be unchanged. Mm-hmm. AEW's, you know, like they had a down week last week. I think there's probably lots of reasons for that. Zero of them being Cody Rhodes. <laughs> right. Um, right. They'll be back up probably this week or next week. They got an awesome pay-per-view coming up. They will clip on with the talent they have right now without Cody and Brandy WWE Cody is not a he's not a CM Punk he's not a Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson he's not a Brock Lesnar he's not a he's not even a Goldberg well WWE is is trying to go for like these big stars like Johnny Knoxville he is not that that's what moves needles it's not wrestling if Cody shows up tonight on Raw it will be a, a minuscule bump. So that's why I just think like people thinking this is like a huge moment. It was a shocking moment. I don't think we saw it coming, but it's not going to change the landscape of anything. Right. Most of those fans don't even know, know him. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of those fans, a lot of, a lot of those fans don't watch AEW. Cause he wasn't, yeah. I mean, those that have been watching, it's not like he was a big deal when he was there. He was a tag team champion. Then he did the stardust thing. And that was about it. It'd be about the equivalent of John Morrison coming back. Yes, that's a great comparison, actually. <laughs> yeah, pretty, I mean, pretty much. Yep, he'll hang around for almost two years and then get cut. Yeah, well, he'll be feuding if, with the Miz. And I don't think Vince would go this route. I mean, you see a lot of AEW fans get excited about WWE wrestlers coming to AEW and popping. I mean, we personally popped ourselves in person when we saw Adam Cole and Brian Danielson come. But I don't think Vince is going to play that game. Be like, we got an AEW big heavy hitter coming to WWE. It's not going to work like that. It's just basically backtracking. So it's not going to work. So yeah, no, I don't know. I don't think I, I honestly don't think he will wind up in WWE. I think he might take a good year off. I mean, I was talking about like, why don't you just enjoy being a parent? 
I mean, I'm saying that out of bias too because I got a little one coming, you know, in like a you know nine weeks or or something now. I should know the exact date, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like you know, just enjoy those moments. Like you're you're set. Like Dusty Rhodes was on the road wrestling so he could provide for his family. These guys are millionaires. You don't need to wrestle day in and day out. I mean, if you want to, you want to keep making money, fine. But is it really necessary? Can you live off of a million? Like, if you didn't work for a year, like, can you still, you know, sustain your family off of being on the big show or whatever it's called, the Go Big Show and whatever else you want to I do? Think, and I think that's probably gonna end, dude. They're not gonna, they're not gonna book him on that show. Do you uh, think so? Uh, well, it's weird. It's kind of awkward because if he's not a wrestler on there, they want to do the cross promotion because yeah. they advertise that show during Rampage. So if he's not there, it doesn't. Wasn't Rhodes to the top renewed? I heard something like that, but you, but you know they can throw that. that that's a shit reality show. That costs them nothing. They can throw that away. That's you true. Know, it's, it's not. Like, it's not like a movie. Well, I read that they like they don't know what to do anymore because there's no overlap with AEW anymore because that's half of the, like the purpose is to get more viewership to the wrestling promotion. But now that he's not on there, they're like, well, what the fuck are we going to talk about? We already hate these people. We saw that in season one. Brandy sucks. Cody sucks. The whole family sucks. Hmm. So, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it's a big it's a big thing. Um but it's not in a in a sense. That's right. It's just news. It's, it's big news in wrestling, but it's not going to. It's really move not. Any yeah, needles. that's. It was just very uh, surprising. You know, it, we're making a big deal about a mid a forever mid card guy leaving and make and you know like really peacocking his way out of there. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know yeah. if you guys. I know we shared. It. I don't know if those listening saw it, but you know AEW's ratings were down. I would say significantly last week and cody yeah. had some like article about like you know hey yeah. stick with aew top you know yeah. i don't know i didn't the vibe i got was like was he honestly thinking it was because of him because it's like there's no way on damn earth that like people flocked away from the show because he's not there anymore there, that did not happen i guarantee it yeah he thinks his shit smells like roses and it's like you know what folks yeah, I'm sure there's, you know, you have to, when you see ratings like that, you have to look what else is on TV, all those things. And I'm sure, you know, and it wasn't a great, I mean, it was a pretty pedestrian dynamite compared to the week before. Yep. It's going to go up and down. Oh, yeah. It'll probably be over a million this week just because. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see what happens with Cody and Brandy. It'll be something fun to keep our eye on, but honestly... Don't let the door hit you on the way out, in my opinion. Exactly. But, um, the, and when one door closes, another one opens, and one opened for Jay White, the switchblade himself. He took on Trent Beretta this last Friday on Rampage, and it was an awesome, awesome match. I mean, we saw him come out uh, as kind of a preemptive uh, reveal uh, the night that Keith Lee came out, and that was a big shocker. Everybody was pretty um, exceptionally excited, and we finally got to see him wrestle. And he took on a really formidable opponent in Trent Beretta, someone that I think is an awesome singles guy. He's an awesome tag partner, but we've seen him do many singles matches, and uh, me and Matt were actually talking before we started recording tonight that it kind of felt like a New Japan match, uh, what happened last Friday. Didn't you think, Matt? 
Yeah, hundred um, percent. I started watching this match, and right away, and for those of you who have seen the match, you probably would agree with this. The match itself is very simple, very straightforward. It's just a lot of basic wrestling moves that I think we've all seen before. But Jay White has a great way of delivering every move with a purpose behind it. Um, mm-hmm. So even though it was a really simple match, uh, he, it just really sucked me in. And I don't know if it's because you're seeing a guy who you haven't seen wrestle every week. In fact, I, you know, Charlie and I have talked on past episodes. We both used to watch New Japan quite a bit when it used to be good. And Jay White at the time was still up and coming as a rookie, but you could tell he was the next big thing. And now he's a NJPW Triple Crown champion showing up on Dynamite, or excuse me, Rampage. And yeah, this match was a great way to debut him. He didn't give away too much, but just right away showed he's got a great heel side to him, and the guy can wrestle. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him in more matches. Plus what they did on Impact this week, their pay-per-view, I think it's going to be a big angle with him turning on uh, Tamatanga. If they can work mm. that into AEW somehow, or him crossing for that New Japan, the New Japan shows they're having, it's, it's going to be really good because that Bullet Club split, if they do, if they work that right, it will be the angle of the year. And if AEW mm. can get in on some of that, I'd love to have Tonga, Tama oh. show up on um, AEW trying to chase after him. That'd be fucking awesome. But I, I hope they do it. That'd be young, awesome. The young bucks were talking smack at uh, Tama Tonga, and he responded like to, like over the last day. So you know they're kind of working that thing. So yeah, hopefully yep. that comes to fruition. Because there was, I mean, because they have legit heat too. Because when the Bucks started that elite crap, and and within Bullet Club, they were kind of salty about that because they were trying to like up, you know, step up and be higher than um than the whole than the original Bullet Club. So that yeah. could be really good. There's so many angles. I mean, we talked about that last week, didn't we? About how um with. Kenny coming back sometime and Adam Cole yep. and Jay in there and all that. There's yep. so many That's ways they can go with this and every one of them is awesome. And yep. I think this past great. weekend, maybe I want to say it was this past weekend impact had their no surrender show. Yep. And That's where White wrestled Eric young. So the guy's yep. just all over the place right now. So I, there's a lot, like you just said, Steve, there's so much they can do with Jay white, not just Jay white, but with the bullet club and the elite as well. Well, and I think, I don't know, uh, Mike, maybe you can relate to this, but I don't have the history that like certainly Charlie or uh, I think Matt have in New Japan. However, I bought a Roku just so I could watch New Japan stuff. And, you know, when they did that, it was like a year behind. They kind of have this hourly, this monthly thing, or I'm sorry, this weekly like highlight show they do every time. And when I started watching that from the beginning, like to me, the standout was like just Jay White. It's like, I instantly hated that guy because he was such a good heel. And like, he really stood out to me, like even in the limited time I watched it. So I'm, I'm very excited that he's on my favorite show now. You guys have access. You guys have access to access TV. No, I I don't. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause, uh, I saw, I tape it. It's on, um, they're basically doing. They're trying to until they get caught up. They're they're doing like some of their best matches, and they're going like two and three years back on stuff. So you're getting like a, yeah. a lot of stuff when they were hot. So if you can put that you're on your DVR, new, you're talking about New Japan, Japan on Access, right? Yeah, I did yeah. actually stumble upon that. Um, I don't know. I was just up late and just going through the guide and whatnot, and saw it, and I was like, oh, yeah. great, yeah. It's I, a quick, I, it's I, a quick I, one hour, man. You should uh, you right. want to just see some of these guys when they were hot i would do it i would check that out yeah now yeah it's really 
like the Roku thing that you brought up too, Steve. Like I still put that on. It's not like for a while yeah, there I watched here. it. Uh, but you know, it's always there. It's almost like yeah. good on demand New Japan wrestling. If you're just like, you know what, I'm not gonna throw on something old because Peacock and WWE, or you know, I watched. I'm all caught up with AEW. Uh, blah blah blah. You know, if you're just like, ah, I don't want to watch Ring of Honor, it's always there for you. Well, so if you got for Roku those, TVs, yeah, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, you can literally buy like a twenty thirty dollar Roku device, and in that one time cost is like this New Japan channel and all this other stuff. So, uh, and yeah, by now I mean, it's got to like, be like fifty two weeks, right? Probably. Yeah. So it's like a lot of content for like a minuscule price. And I, I now I use my Roku for a couple other things too. So, uh, yeah, that was a good investment. Shout out Roku. Shout out Roku. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Awesome. Yep. We're going to see what, uh, Jay White does. It's a great, great addition. I hope he sticks with it. I hope, uh, what we're talking about, uh, with overlapping companies comes to fruition again, the sky's the limit. And the they AEW's... didn't they didn't sorry they didn't do the like he's all elite right he's not officially signed officially yet, right is that I true, don't guys? know I think he's just you know working for them right now but, yeah, yeah, yeah like... for for the forbidden door thing yeah okay yeah, yeah. he's not he's not AEW but I, hey. I don't know though guess what guess what guess what what I think what if he is one of the mystery members at revolution in the six man ladder uh he could match. be That'd be good. there's a spot open and there you know he's just like you know what i'm here let me wrestle he takes it and you know if he wins I, then he has to become all elite i wouldn't i wouldn't do it dude i wouldn't put him in that match because you got keith lee and you're trying to get wardlow over you're gonna have those guys lose that match that's gonna kill him yeah but think about it charlie how how awesome would it be though charlie if 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 Adam Cole if Adam Cole beats Hangman Page at Revolution becomes oh champion. it's for heavy I'm I'm sorry I was thinking TV title yeah yeah no, actually okay no let's get yeah, into it sorry yeah. Mike yeah. do your segue because um yeah. because there yeah. is a confusion yeah. over what this match is for yeah I could yeah okay so wouldn't it be fun um if Jay White did go into that ladder match, and we're going to break down uh, Revolution right now. Uh, This is taking place March 6th, not too long from now. Mark your calendars, folks. It's down in Orlando, Florida. Wait a minute. Isn't that WWE country? AEW is going to put on a great pay-per-view down in Orlando, Florida, and some of the matches are are already solidified. One being Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker for the women's um, championship. We already got a dog collar match between MJF and CM Punk. But what we're going to talk about right now is this ladder match. There's three members already solidified in it. It's uh, to reach for the brass ring. There's Powerhouse Hobbs that just booked or punched his ticket for this match in last week's Rampage. You got Keith Lee. We're all going to bask in his glory. And then you got my boy, the Ward Dog, Wardlow, going in. He's going to be doing amazing things. So you got three big guys, three bona fide hosses. He, I mean, we need kind of like some mid-range guys. I was talking before we got on the pod tonight uh, that kind of like this letter match could be something like that ice hockey game in Nintendo where you got like that fat 
uh, hockey player. Then you got the skinny one that's really, yeah. really fast. And then the mid guy that, you know, who's all around good. I mean, this is shaping up to be really, really good. I was thinking about last year's when we saw Scorpio Sky win it. Yeah, you had some yep. big names. But now they have so many different colors to paint with now. And it's a blank canvas right now. You throw a ladder in there. You put a ring at the top. You're going to get some magic, boys. What are you thinking, Matt? It's amazing that Scorpio Sky won that match only a year ago and hasn't done anything since. I know. Right? Yeah, it's, it's I think point. the one misstep AEW has made by not following through on that. But but to your point, Mike, this match is so much better than the match we saw last year already just based on the card alone. Like you said, you got all these big guys. You got all these hopefully mid-sized guys also coming in. I feel like pro wrestling in general likes to book like it's a video game. Like it, it just works the best when it's mm-hmm. done that way. And I think that's like Kenny Omega and the Bucks whole philosophy. I mean, we've seen them come out in video game gear a million times. So we know that's at the core of how they book. So I personally am really excited for this match. I love the idea that Jay White could possibly make his way into this match. Not quite sure it's going to happen yet. It's still too early to tell, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking for, I, I love a good ladder match. I mean, we saw a great one between Sammy Guevara and Cody, funny enough, a few weeks back was given five stars by Dave Meltzer. Can they do it again with six guys? I don't know. What do you guys think? I think, um, yeah, first of all, though, I, th- I think just to clarify, I think it's for a shot at the TNT championship. Oh. That's what it was last yeah. year. And yeah, Keith, Lee and, his, yeah. Keith Lee and yeah. his promo said for so so just so yeah, we have that level set. It. Yeah, yeah, he did say but, he wanted to get the TNT. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I already love it, and like, there's only ha- part of the com- participants. And I keep, you know, this isn't a prediction show, but I'm trying to think of what's going to happen. I mean, we you can't predict it anyway because we don't even know who's in it. But um, my brain's going like, do they do they have like? sean spears make it in and then he he costs wardlow you know what i mean like wardlow's mm. they got to do something like to me with the okay if you can only go off the three people in there right now keith lee would be the favorite which means wardlow would get screwed out somehow by his own team something like that and i don't know something like there's some i get some glee out of like the the, the disgusting sean spears like somehow getting in there and then like fucking it up for his partner um so, but that's, I mean, I'm just giving one example of how many cool angles they could go with this thing. Um, it'll be fun. Well, it, it well, always Tony is. Tony Khan listens to the show. So, yeah. So, Tony, free, uh... think about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jay White, if he did go into that ladder match, he would be going for the TV or the TNT TV title against Sammy Guevara at some point, which wouldn't be a bad match. I mean, but he sure as hell better win that then. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta remember too. Andrade wants that title, so you can't have everybody going for that. You well, that's get... what's getting you know Darby. I guess maybe is done with it now because he lost. Maybe, yeah. but um, yeah, Andrade is. I think, in fact, I think Sammy and Andrade are wrestling next week. I don't are know they? that it's okay. for the title, but it is a match. Yeah, and I think they just confirmed that Andrade and Darby are facing belts? each other at Revolution. I want to say. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think they showed they showed a preview of it of it on Rampage last Friday. Oh, like 
for Revolution. They're going to wrestle at Revolution. I didn't see that. I think so, because like right before the main event of Rampage this past Friday, Excalibur was like, but before we get to the main event, let's talk about Revolution. And seriously, he talked at lightning speed for no joke for like <laughs> minutes and ran down Thank the you. entire card for Revolution. I remember even laughing out loud and going, okay, can we just get to the fucking match at this point? Like it was kind of funny to that point, but... Yeah, I, I believe that was one of those matches. We can definitely confirm that, but that would be a cool match yeah. to see. I mean, oh, absolutely. I, podcast, like, I'm not a huge fan of Andrade's run in AEW, but man, the guy can get it done in the ring. So, yeah. I like that feud too because better. I love how he's just so condescending. What does he call? He kind like of calls Darby like a little boy all the time. It just yeah, it cracks me up every time. Like he's uh, this whole super yeah, rich, like yeah. smug Andrade is working for me. I agree. Yeah, it's going to be good. And not only uh, are we going to see that ladder match too, but we're going to see finally Adam Cole go for the shot yeah. at the heavyweight championship aew championship against adam hangman page two adams going for the title you gotta Oof. love that but we'll save that for the prediction show yes. next week you're gonna want to tune into that we're gonna get more matches solidified um also oh and also too the jurassic express are gonna take on two tag teams to defend their title so i mean there's a buttload of eight of um aew formidable you know champions that could go after that's that going to be great. I, that's going to be great. And I think the way they get there is going to be great. Cause you got this whole friction with red dragon and um, the young bucks. That's going to play into how they do this. It's, it's going to be a fun road to get there. And then that triple threat's going to be off the charts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to see a battle Royal this Wednesday, tomorrow night, which is going to be lots of fun. I'm not a big fan of battle Royals, but when it's take team battle Royals, I'm not totally against it. So we're going to see. Well, how and AEW, ch- correct me if I'm wrong. AEW does it differently. Cause remember WWE always did that dumb thing where it's like a tag team battle Royal. And if one partner got eliminated, they both had to go. I think mm-hmm. when w- AEW has done this, if a partner gets eliminated, the, the, the other guy right. still is valid. And that's kind of makes yeah. it interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. A little bit of fantasy booking just for Charlie that I'll throw out there. So let's say we do see Jay White get into this ladder match we've been talking about, and he ends up winning it. On the same night, you then have Adam Cole versus Hangman Page. Let's say Cole wins the title, and then by some shenanigans or whatever case, Jay White goes, you know what? I'm Heck with the TNT title. I want the world title. We get a match for the AEW championship between Jay White and Adam Cole. Charlie's dream match for the biggest prize in the game. Huh. Love I've it. seen that match. I've seen that match before. I've seen it, seen it for this kind of belt, baby. Yeah, no. I, I can see that angle happening, but I can see um, Jay White wanting that title, but I don't see him winning the TNT thing. I well, can maybe see, we'll see it. I can see that out. heat. I can see that heat coming with Jay White wanting it, and then Kenny wanting it back. Kenny's and, coming back, yep. Yep. Man. You know what? I think, you know, let that simmer a little bit. Jay White, Adam Cole goes to All Out. That's in September. Gets us through the summer. And then I, when Kenny comes back, then the game totally changes, you know? But, I, but I, it, I'm not sure yet, but I have a feeling Paige is going to hold that title, maybe. Do you think Paige is – well, we we don't want to get into predictions here too much. But, man, yeah. I guess that we had a lot to talk about next week for that world title match because that, that could go either way, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yep. We're going to see if we can pick up any hints or Easter eggs along the way uh, on tomorrow's Dynamite and then Friday's Rampage. Um, and we'll get to one of our prediction shows. But Revolution, I would compare it to probably, like, I don't know, Survivor Series-ish as far as, like, hype. Like, if we're going on the big four that WWE has. But honestly, this card's looking pretty damn good. It is yeah. looking good. Oh, yeah. It's like, going to be a solid it, show. I mean, freaking Brick Breaker, Thunder Rosa, finally again. Man, finally. so good. Yeah. We'll save that for next week, too. Yep. So I'm excited. I, I got to check my calendar and see what we're doing. So maybe we'll have a little party. I don't know if we're going to go to the AMC theaters to check it out this year <laughs> or not. But, um, you know, who knows? We'll see. All right. Well, there's one other little piece of news. We have a little time left in the show before we get to promo of the week. Stone Cold Steve Austin was hinted to be wrestling in Texas for WrestleMania. A man that could, I mean, okay. The sales are down, right? 40, I mean, they're 40% sold. Charlie, what'd you say? I think they were at like they're, they're 50% about 50, both nights. About, I heard 50%, no, 50% now, like 50, like 50, between 50 and 53, depending on what night. Gotcha. So you basically, if you put, if you're doing two nights and they're both 50%, I mean, we do the math, you're having one huge empty arena per night. <laughs> yeah. There's one, there's one guy yeah. that could maybe fill up that empty arena and it would be Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, literally break glass in case of emergency. And <laughs> and is Vince really going there? I mean, there I I would I've never seen Stone Cold Steve Austin in person. I've never seen The Undertaker in person. There's a lot of people I've never seen in person because my dad just never took me to wrestling. I'm mad at him, but I just never <laughs> um I'd never seen it. But if I if I was in the proximity, maybe I would go. Uh, but man, it's kind of a desperation move. Literally, it is a little bit. We I, we had talked about this a little bit. I think when the news first broke, and my argument to the whole thing was, you know, WWE's done this a lot, right? Where they bring back legends to try and pop a number or sell out at a stadium or an arena or whatever the case might be. I, and you know, Charlie had mentioned this too over the text. I, and my response was, I think if you're going to do this with any legend to try and sell a notable number of tickets. Stone Cold Steve Austin's the one guy where, regardless of if he's doing an eight-minute match with, you know, Kevin Owens or whoever it ends up being, I mean, knowing WWE, they'll probably try and swerve us at the last minute and give us some ridiculous opponent we never would have thought of. But let's say that does happen. Even if it's eight minutes, people are going to freak over Stone Cold. It's just the nostalgia with him has been so well protected. The guy hasn't wrestled in almost 20 years and never appears on WWE TV with the exception of, I think it was Raw 1000 or Raw 25 or something like that. So I personally am kind of excited by the idea of seeing Stone Cold at WrestleMania. I think WWE might have bitten off uh, a lot you, more than they can chew. Having, would, you pay, would you pay 200 bucks to go see him and sit in the nose? Probably not. No. That's what the prices the prices they want for their tickets are insane. That's the problem. They could probably sell that out if they reduce their prices. I don't know what this is off topic, but I don't know what's going on with a lot of shows. I think the prices of these shows are getting to be too high for everything because this is off topic. Like I bought tickets to the Eagles pre sale. I was like, Oh cool, I'll buy the hundred and twenty five dollar tickets, get them early, get the upper level. Cool. And that place 
if they sold the if they the Pfizer only sold like maybe from what I can see on tickets, they sold about twenty five percent of those tickets because the, of the floor seats are like two fifty up, and the mm. lower bowlers. So I don't know if the I don't know if the economy is if they're just charging too much for these tickets, but it's I I I can't I I I'd be amazed if someone if they sell that building out at the prices that they're having. Like you said, if they do a three for one, four for one. I didn't know you were an Eagles fan. Oh, oh dude, I well, I, I've been a fan, but I went and saw them uh, last time they were in town. One of the one of the best shows I've ever seen. I really? highly, I highly recommend going to see them. Hmm. I'm They're not a big whole... Eagles guy. I like Joel Walsh, uh, but I don't. I mean, Hotel California. I obviously loved growing up as a little kid, but yeah, I don't know. After that. Not, they're doing the whole. Know. They're doing the whole. They're doing the whole Hotel California album. Are you are you a Hell's Freezes Over album guy? Do you like the acoustic? No, I, I like the old shit. You know, it's the shit I grew up on in the seventies and eighties. You know, you know Desperado, all, right. all that shit. But oh, they're really yeah. good. In con- they're really good in concert, dude. I, it was a concert. I just go, oh, okay, cool. I'll buy. It. I just want to go see the Eagles. They're legendary, so I'll go. So I went. and I was like, holy fuck! I forgot all the songs that I knew, and it's like. This is a great fucking show, dude. It's like it's like when I invited you. To, out. Yep. It's like when I invited you to Boz Skaggs. You didn't realize you didn't realize all the songs those dude sang. Yeah, you forget, dude. It's just like yeah. hit after hit after hit after hit, dude. Take Becky it easy. Yeah. Yep. All that shit, dude. Oh yeah. This, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Also, I finishing Joe, maneuver Joe for. Uh... Joe Walsh does his life's been good to me. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it's, that. It's song. really good. My Maserati. No. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's great. Oh, yeah. It's a great show. It's yeah. a great riff. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, he almost plays it like a bass. His yep. uh, guitar riff. It is good. And I mean, it's like a it's like a 10, 12 minute song. So, okay. Yep. That's at least 30 bucks. So the other 200, if you get floor seats for the Eagles, I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's good. I mean, it's not one of those bands I'd have to be on the floor to see and be cool, but I mean, Nah, it, it, it's it's a good show, but it's like, but it's like, but I put back to WrestleMania. Like, I sent a link in our chat here for the tickets to the SmackDown show, and just take a look at some of the prices they want for tickets for Milwaukee a SmackDown live show, which is the ridiculous, the ridiculous what they want for like some of the ringside stuff. Yeah, I just thought thirty bucks is like the cheapest ticket, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would not spend that much money on any of the any of these tickets. Yeah, and now this is a I get the SeatGeek version for, which is overpriced for some of the WrestleMania tickets, and it's, you know, it's you're, you're spending two hundred. The yeah, I guess there's a nosebleed up there for thirty, but you know, you're you're spending two hundred bucks plus fees <laughs> to get yeah, in well, there, dude. Well, plus the nosebleed is lower bowl, which is the worst ticket. There's just so yep. many blue dots on this seat map right now. Oh, dude, that seat map, dude, it's insane. Yeah, and I'm looking at the WrestleMania one. It's it's. it's... You could probably count the seats that are actually sold if you sell. Oh, yeah, exactly. Bit. Exactly. <laughs> like I said, they probably sold ten to fifteen percent of that show, and I. I could be wrong, but I still believe that there there's no way they're selling that building. I, out. St- I, I still think they're gonna they, they could break the glass and uh, bring out the doddering old Undertaker because he's you know he's mm-hmm. going in the hall that weekend. 
Well, oh, dude, yeah. they, they, have, they haven't even... Well, you think about... Think about this, dude. They're doing a SmackDown and The Undertaker's Hall of Fame thing, and those tickets aren't even sold out yet. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like... That's, you know, that's as big as it gets. They're going to get well, their, you know, they got their damn loyalists that watch Raw every fucking week. But beyond yeah. that, they've burned a whole lot of, like, cred with, like, wrestling fans. Like, you yeah, really didn't think so. about sustainability. They, they, I mean, Vince has gone to the well one too many times with Mark Calloway, the Undertaker, yeah. for, like, draws. And when is the, the la- yeah, the last matches have been shit. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. the Boneyard match was way past... It, that was, was like bringing them out of retirement. Plus, it was a movie. It took like eight hours to shoot, whatever. It's not the point. Yep. But the dude like, is literally <laughs> been relying on one guy, what seems like for at least 15 years. So like, you're kind of fucking yourself in your own ass. Well, and there's so. these wrestling fans that get all like, oh, my God, the mystique of The Undertaker. I could watch his entrance. I don't know. Like, the f- entrance is fucking boring after seeing it 10,000 times, and it takes, like, well, 17 and do, minutes. And when you do behind-the-scenes documentaries about a guy who kind of lost his esteem about his character because of his injuries and this and that, and he's doubting himself, that's gone. Like, when you do those in-depth things... Like it's nice. Like they remember it was like the last ride. It was kind of like their version of the last dance for Michael Jordan. Last yeah. ride was the Undertaker. When they yeah. did that, they kind of really fucked themselves because they kind of gave you too much of a look into the life of the man. Because the the Undertaker's greatest strength was him being always in character. Not, like yeah, like someone who was not like any of us. But he's like, oh, I'm just like you. You know, well, and it's ironically because, you know, like the uh, the ultimate bootlicker, Bruce Pritchard, I think, is the one that once said years ago, the Undertaker should never tweet. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, what do you, you know, you know, you see him like he was on the fucking Today Show this weekend, like about his Hall of Fame, which I think is funny. I was telling my wife, my wife watches the Today Show all the time and um, they never gave a shit about WWE. But all of a sudden, like this weekend, they had a special story on the undertaker going in the hall of fame. Why peacock network? But it was like, uh, but again, it was like, you know, him sitting there in a t-shirt talking about shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. the mystique's kind of gone when you've, the genie came out of the bottle. Big time, big time. Well, yeah, but we'll see. I still, like I said, I could be, I could be wrong, but it's, you know, like you said, there's, you have your acolytes that watch raw no matter what, but yeah, but getting someone to travel to Texas and to no. spend money for a ticket there, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Whole, I think that it's going to be tough. The only way um, WWE is going to sell WrestleMania tickets, if they go into a highly densely populated area, just for the hopes of, you know, they, they might uh, end up having to give, give some tickets. Law of averages. Yeah, like for every one in 100 person in that city will hopefully buy a ticket to WrestleMania. I think that's really, that's all they have left at this point. I have no fucking clue. They did some two for one Valentine's Day specials last week for the try to. To try to uptick some sales, but you know, oh, that's, that's smart. Yeah, let's get the hallmark, uh, the hallmark marketing scheme going. <laughs> yep, they're gonna hey, have you got to a do sweetheart a... in your life. No, everybody that watches wrestling is basically well, if they're not married or guys like us who, yeah, 
you know, I'll have lots of sex all the time. Like, we have our shit. Some studs like ourselves, but we'll see. But um, exactly. I, and I, you know, obviously, I told, obviously I'm rooting against a sellout, but <laughs> I got a buddy of mine. <laughs> I got a buddy of mine that like is his live lives in Texas, but he's moving, and he's moving somewhere that would never get a WrestleMania. So really, the thing was, he was sitting there thinking, yeah do I knock off this quote unquote bucket list thing and go to the last WrestleMania in my area? And like, I, he's actually leaning towards not and just doing other things that weekend. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I think I that think... tells something like a lifelong wrestling fan. And it's like, well, yeah, it's this, like, like even day and age. I, I, yeah. I think of us, you... it's like Wrestle, WrestleMania will never come to Milwaukee, obviously, but if right. it came to Milwaukee, Shit. there is a whole stretch of our life where it'd be like, okay, you got to do that. Cause it's like a big moment, but it's like, we're so sour on it now. It's like, even if it came to Milwaukee, I'd be like, eh, I'm not giving I him think, my money. Like I do I think, all, yeah. I do all the shit around it. I would, right. I would Cause you know, that's what it brings all the other shows. Show. Yeah. That's what I would do. Like your buddies. Cause Scott, my buddy Scott's going down there, but he's going to like the GCW AAA and all, the other and all shows that stuff. It. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not, you well, know, he's not going to mania. If you go to WrestleMania, all you got to think about as an adult is how am I getting there and how am I getting home and making it the <laughs> most efficient way possible because the show itself is not worth putting yourself through some kind of grief of waiting three and a half hours on the curb, waiting for your Uber, getting canceled. Or yeah, that's the New Jersey your, people, your, right? Your, your trolley, oh, yeah, yeah. Your, your shuttle not showing up real late or something like that. You got to have a plan. You got to have an exit plan. You got to have an entry plan is what that's what it's at. If you want to if you want to fuck with WWE, you got to be real efficient. Oh yeah! So, get your mind right. Go in there. Have a plan. Get in. Get out. Don't fuck around. All right. And speaking of not fucking around, we got a great promo of the week here. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, this was actually submitted from. Uh, it's, this is probably the, one of the greatest names ever submitted. A name. It, it's he doesn't give us his first or last name. He just goes by the Little Dipper. I don't know if he's a big. <laughs> Like astrology or astronomy fan or whatever, but it's is submitted by the Little Dipper from <laughs> Kalamazoo, Michigan. So thanks, Little Dipper. Uh, this is Mean Gene, uh, Oakland. He's talking to Sergeant Slaughter, and actually, Sergeant Slaughter made old Mean Gene pop. He starts cracking <sighs> up during this. It's really very, very funny. So um, great. Yeah. Okay, Dipper. You got it. You submitted it. Let's take a listen. Everybody's going to come out here and put down Thanksgiving or America. And especially, you're not going to come out here and spit on the country where thousands... The soil. The thousands of military people that lay in them, in the, in the soil. Not only military, but my own mother lays in the soil of America. And you're spitting on her grave when you do that. So you remember this, Iron Cheek. When that match starts, all the people are going to hear the national anthem. And they're going to be standing loud, and they're going to be standing proud and tall. And they're going to hear, they're going to hear what it's like to be an American. They're going to know, Iron Sheik, that I'm coming for business. 
and they're going to hear the Marine hymn, and that's when they're going to see me, and that's when you're going to see me, Iron Cheek. I'm going to come after you like I've never done before. And then, when it's all over, after they play the National Anthem, after they play the Marine hymn, then we're going to play your song, Iron Cheek, on your way out of Fresno's Convention Center. And you know that song? It's called Taps. Taps! We're going to play your song, Iron Cheek. Taps. As you were. Straighten up your act, boy, or you're going to have to go down and do some push-ups. Do you I, hear me? I thank you very much. Sergeant Slaughter, a week from tomorrow night, here in Fresno. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Fucking Mean Gene breaks. I mean, Mean Gene oh, stands so in there with the best of them. He takes high fastballs. If there's anybody oh, in the yeah. wrestling business that stands in the batter's ba- box and takes high fastballs, eye level, it's Mean Gene. And he t- and he knows how to deal with it. He'll even put a wrestler in his place. But this is the first time that I've seen Mean Gene crack and actually have to step off camera and let Sergeant Slaughter take the rest. And I think what made this even better is when Sergeant Slaughter even cracked uh, towards the end of it. And just <laughs> that that to me is what actually made me laugh the hardest. I mean, you can see Mean Gene losing it, and of course that's funny. But then when Slaughter loses it too, <laughs> and the whole thing goes off the rails, God, just it's great. I just, I was watching when you sent this out for us as a sneak peek, I was watching it and I was um, just, I was laughing so hard because like me and G, yeah, it's like, he's just trying to keep it together. And then he hands the microphone off and just walks off the camera. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Like, he's just like, I'm not even going to try anymore. It's just, he had a towel. He yeah. had a towel like in his hand too, which is kind of like a nice little tell. He probably always had a towel on him because of those, you know, those lights were probably way hotter back in the day in oh, the eighties. Yeah. And they, you know, having a bald head, he doesn't want to sweat. He probably had to like before the camera started rolling. He probably had to towel himself off, you know, with his sweat. So he, instead of using it for his bald head, he was using it for his tears. That Sergeant Slaughter made him uh, weep a little bit on that promo. So. All right, Little Dipper, thank you so much, dude. I uh, hope Kalamazoo is treating you well. If you want to hear a promo, uh, your favorite promo, just submit it to us. Just shoot it to us at keepthekfabe414 at gmail.com or shoot it to us at keepthekfabe on Instagram and Facebook. And while you're there, subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on Spotify. So with that... There's a little saying we like to say around here at Keep the Kayfabe. It's going to set you off on the right path in life. And that's just three things. All you got to do is stay humble, stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H!
good shit.